Hello and welcome to Homebrew Adventures, the RPG show where we take wannabe adventurers and take them through a one-shot adventure created by you, the listener. I'm your dungeon master, Corey Keller. Join me every episode where I take our group of heroes who like to dungeons and sometimes dragons, and we will see if they survive. Do they have what it takes? Is your adventure challenging? Let's find out on Homebrew Adventures. Hey everyone, it's Corey here, and I am just welcoming you back to uh, Homebrew Adventures. We're so glad that you're back to listening to our podcast. Sorry it's taken us so long to, you know, get this podcast episode out. A lot has happened, and uh, well, I'll actually address all that stuff at the end of the episode, so make sure you listen to the whole thing and stick around to the end, because I don't want to interrupt the middle of this episode, because it is so good. Uh, this is a season finale. Uh, this is the end of season one. Uh, our guardians have been building up to this. Um, and, you know, sometimes seasons come to an end. Uh, but we decided that this will be the end of season one. And like I said, at the end of the podcast, I will uh, basically explain why we chose this to be the end of season one and what's to come with season two. So we're not ending the podcast. We're just ending the season. And we will pick up again with season two later on. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll tell you the rest of that at the end. But before we get started, I just wanted to uh, talk about some sponsors. So this episode is brought to you by Critical Dice. That is thecriticaldice.com for all your D&D dice sets, apparel, and uh, just really cool stuff that you could probably get for D&D. They uh, have all your needs there. Uh, you can get awesome dice sets. The dice that we use on the show are the uh, red no dice, where the ones are a no, because they're a blast to play with, and it's just fun. You can also get cool shirts, and uh, let's not forget about the Deck of Stories. If you don't know what the Deck of Stories is, you need to go check it out on their website. Uh, it is a deck of cards. You can just flip over the top three, and it gives you kind of a, a beginning, a middle, and an end uh, to be able to write your own D&D adventure in 15 minutes. So if you're struggling to write something, you've got a quick one-shot coming up or a filler between sessions, uh, you'll definitely want the Deck of Stories. It'll help you to write just a quick little adventure and something you can even use in long-running campaigns so it's a very versatile tool and you're probably going to want it we have one it is amazing we're going to be doing a few episodes later on with the deck of stories to just prove how awesome it is so you're not going to want to miss that so if you head over to thecriticaldice.com use the code homebrew at checkout you'll receive 10 percent off of any of your purchases so that's thecriticaldice.com use the code homebrew and get 10 percent off who can beat that all right, guys, so I'm not going to talk too much. That was our sponsor for the show, and we're going to get right into the adventure. And don't forget to stick around till the end where we kind of explain where we're going to go from here at the end of season one. So hope you guys enjoy the season finale. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Homebrew Adventures, and 
I am so sorry it's taken us so long to get back, but we've been having to do a little reformatting and, you know, holidays came up, all that fun stuff. But, you know, I'm not going to complain and come up with all these excuses. We're sorry we've been gone, but we're back inside your ears now. So, hello, everybody. Uh, but yeah, we are going to hop right back into things. No sense in wasting time. So, here we go. All right, you guys are in the middle of Blue Squid Village. We left off last uh, episode with a lot of action going on. Varrock, you found yourself on the south side of Blue Squid Village, just taking out bandit after bandit, uh, and just hearing word uh, that Jelena is, he is being held south by the docks. Uh, Turk, you just snuck around the outside of Blue Squid Village. You headed north to Duncan's house where uh, Janet is being held. And um, Johnny, we uh, left off with you turning invisible, sneaking all the way up to the town hall. Uh, you're about to take out the Inquisitor, but then coming around the corner, you see, uh, well, a nice little looking crazy wolf, weird monster guardian hunter that began to sniff you out and headed into your direction. Now, cool with, you know, no, no craziness, right? Pretty, Nothing pretty simple. No, nope. right. um, <laughs> just another day. Yeah. So, how about we pick up with Turk? So we last left off with you uh, finding um, Janet, and she was being held by some uh, some man being kind of held by her collar. You kind of peeked in through uh, the bushes, and you drew and released an arrow, and and you made it sound like it was. Like not a good idea to do that. So well, it was your decision. Yep, but I don't. I don't care. You know, I'm just going for it. Absolutely, and uh, I believe where we left off, you did hit. So let's start this episode off with you rolling some damage. Okay, we'll see what happens. Um, well, that's not great. I rolled five damage. That's what can you do? <laughs> Ooh, a whole five damage. That probably did him in, right? Oh, Surely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hold on. Let me. I and completely after, forgot to look at the HP. Okay. And I don't know if I said this before, but I'm like hidden. I probably had advantage, you know. You did. So uh, what I'm going to do is since I'm still hidden and I don't want them to know where the arrow come from, shot it, and then I kind of ran to the left. So... Um, well, if you're going to do that, we're going to make a check. So make a dexterity check on that. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't think you can just do that stuff for free? Uh, 15. 15? Uh, okay. You shoot it off. Uh, you kind of, as you shoot, you kind of duck down and run away. Uh, but they do see, obviously, where the direction of the arrow comes in because yes. as he's holding her, uh, the arrow it just hits right in the shoulder uh, as this man, well, surprisingly, doesn't really move as he gets hit with the arrow, it just kind of like sticks in and he kind of just <laughs> stares at it for a second and just with his free hand just snaps it, leaving the head of the arrow in. Uh, and he's looking around uh, for you. Uh, his face gets like more and more angry as he's standing there holding uh, Janet and he starts to like grab her tighter as he pulls her in the direction of the, of the cabin and starts heading that way. Quick question. Yeah. Can I play as this guy? Because he sounds dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm strangely kind of attracted to him. <laughs> Snapping off the arrow and just like, like that. Like, that's, that's aggressive. <laughs> that is pretty aggressive. 
Uh, so I gotta figure if, out. If any of you die within the next three episodes, you can take on the persona of this character. Ooh. <laughs> Johnny's next action is he kills himself. <laughs> I said next three, not this one. I stick a knife in my leg. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you should use another knife to dig it out. <laughs> All right, Turk, what do you do? Uh, can I? Uh, is I'm, is he still in distance for me to shoot another arrow off? No, no, they've they've like headed like deeper into like the greening room stuff. So you've seen them head in the direction of the cabin, but if you want to pursue, you'd have to get up and pursue. Well, after since him. this guy's probably made of stone, I probably shouldn't take him on by myself. So I'm trying to. Well, think... it's not made of stone because it's stuck inside. Well, but he took it like it didn't yeah. bother him. So. Um, I'm trying to decide whether I want to go for it or have backup. Um, you still hear clashing of fighting coming from the village. There's no sound of it slowing down. I think, okay, I'm just, I'm, for now, I'm going to abandon this and go back into town. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. So you head back, uh, in town. Okay. So you were kind of on the, uh, east side, you know, up north. Um, where are you going back in town? Um, Are you just thinking back the way you came? You're gonna go. Uh, so on the very northern side of town is the town hall uh, area, and then I'm you just gonna go towards the... the clashing. Okay, the so sound. yeah, you would have to pass by the town hall if you're gonna go straight to the heart of the fighting. Okay. Okay. But I'm but I'm still gonna keep my distance and look around. So. So you want to do it kind of stealthy, like yeah. Okay, roll me a stealth check as you make your way back. <laughs> um. Ooh, uh, I can't do math. Uh, 22, sucker. Oh, sweet. Okay, wow. so as you kind of, you know, you shoot the arrow off and you see it just stick and this whole thing go down and you're just like, oh my gosh. Uh, you decide to um, just just abandon it and go, nope. <laughs> Not doing it with this guy today. Uh, and you sneakily uh, make your like way back. I would like to do it with that guy today, but I, oh my but, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn around and wait another all right, so you head back to the edge of town. Uh, you just pass, you know, you get to the northern side of the town hall, and you kind of just, like, you know, drop down low. You kind of start looking around. Uh, you see the clashing coming from the center of town um, as you start to creep your way down the side of the town hall. And, uh, Varak, let's switch to you. Uh, so you are on the south side of town. Uh, you saw Turk run. You chose to stay behind and fight. Um just a little bit to the north of you, a little more towards the center where a lot of the shops and stuff are and little carts. Uh, there's still clashing of bandits and, uh, or sorry, these guards and um, blue squidians. Um, and you still also have the knowledge of south down there by the docks is Jelena and some kids being held. Oh, yeah, the kids. So, Varak, what would you like to do? Um, okay, so refresh my mind on Jelena and the kids situation. <clears throat> yeah, yeah absolutely same. so <laughs> like on who she was yeah yeah so jelena when you guys are here in blue squid village last time uh she was she's kind of the the teenage girl that takes care of all the kids she's oh. kind of the babysitter leader okay. of like the kids you know and you guys talked to her when you were looking for the abandoned ship um last time you guys she was were. on the beach right yeah she was close close to the beach area when you guys were doing that yet and is she being okay. held or is yes she... She, you were told that she is being held uh, one of the girls that escaped said that she's being held um by some guards down on the south by the dock okay, okay. um do i so everybody and turk and 
Johnny both left me, right? Yes. Okay. But now that I know this, I may come join you. Well, you don't know this. You're you're away from him. Oh shoot! I don't know. I know that's no, the but problem. You, you, <clears throat> yeah. Uh. <laughs> you you did know. I mean, you were there with him when the girl came and mentioned all this, but you decided to go north and look. So this this is type of uh, honestly knowledge that you do have. Okay. So. Okay. Um, I rem I was like really on a roll killing people. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna move a little bit north and keep on fighting and hopefully wait for either Johnny or Turk to come join me in checking out the Jelena situation. So you're just going to keep going after some bandits or you're going to kind of like... Yeah. All right, yeah, so you have... Uh, there's another bandit just to the north of you fighting uh, what appears to be about a 40-year-old man from Blue Squid Village, so he is currently in battle with him, so if you want to take on that guy, he is free game. He's about 20 feet ahead of you. I'm doing it. All right, I'm taking my great axe. Hopefully, I still got the good roll. And I do. It's an 18. Oh, Boom. yeah. Man, All that just right. carried over from last time. It sure did. <laughs> okay, 12, 12, 12, 12. Okay. Um, no freaking way. Is that right? Okay, I promise I'm not lying. That was a 12 on the D12. Plus three, so that's oh, 15. Dang. Nice. <laughs> so, so, Brock, you just run up. You're like, well... I've been taking these guys out, so you just run up to him, and you just, well, he's not looking, you just take that axe, and you just slice him right through the back as you feel it cut through the spine of this guard, Good and job, his buddy. body just collapses Oops, still uh, got as it. The, the man who was fighting him <laughs> just has a scared look over his face, and now he's just like, just, he was fighting for his life, but now he's just been saved by the barbarian. Awesome. Nice. One down. Or, sorry, another one down. So you can continue in the melee. Uh, there's still a couple more guys near you. If uh, Well, actually, that would be your action. So with that action being said, do you want to move any closer to the action? You have still about 30 feet of movement. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep moving. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So um, let's do... So we're still not in technically initiative initiative um, yet. So just keep that in mind. But I'm going uh, person by person through this. Um, Johnny, you find yourself on the north side hiding behind the cart as you were taking aim at the Inquisitor. You notice this mm -hmm. beast kind of come around the corner as he starts sniffing and his eyes lock in your direction as he is just on this path heading straight towards you. Okay. Um, he's, is he running or is he like just like slowly prowling toward me? Um, he's kind of prowling like you would see a lion do. Okay, okay. Could, do I get the impression that he sees me or he just smells me? Um, you're not sure, really, if it's sight or smell, but you do know he is fixed on your location. Okay. Um, so I noticed this, and I think my first guess is going to be that he smells me. Okay. So um, <laughs> I'm going to take my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey! I'm gonna take my pants off, like I, I, however I can do it quickest, like cut them off or whatever, and uh, and then like kind of throw them behind me a little bit on the cart, and then because I'm still invisible, mm -hmm. my pants would become visible, which has to look weird. <laughs> um, That's true. <laughs> and then I'm going to sl slowly kind of keep moving up, um, so where I'm kind of 
basically trying to go to the corner the opposite of where he came around. So to the back uh, side of the the Inquisitor, to the side of the town hall, which would I would go to the west side or whatever it is. Okay. Um, so he's if he's heading toward me, I'm going to go like the opposite corner, so that way I'm kind of to the back and right of the Inquisitor. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be at the the bottom right corner of the building at that point if you did that. Yes, and and I'm going to watch the 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 beast. I'm assuming I would know that this is a guardian hunter. Uh, you've never met one yet. But I've heard of them. You have heard of them, yes. Okay. Um, so I will uh, I will go to that corner and kind of watch the beast to see what happens. Absolutely. Um, as you go to that corner to watch the beast, you notice uh, Turk is along that same wall as she is starting to walk in the direction of that bottom right corner of the town hall where she's starting to sneak kind of back into the action. Um, so you, she doesn't see you because you're invisible, but... You are walking. Basically, she is walking. Don't pull anything, buddy. <laughs> you see her about to walk into. I also don't have pants on. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, you see her about to walk and step into this mess uh, with that okay. beast coming around. But as you do your thing, uh, the beast still has um, his, like, he's heading still in that same direction. So the pants didn't didn't do anything to him no um you, you don't you don't see him sniffing at all like he's not like uh okay. raising his nose sniffing he's kind of just has these dead eyes as he's just walking in the direction he's kind of swerving a little to the left swaying a little to the right as he walks um just as he's getting closer and closer i just can't wait for oh, him to find okay. you without pants on and you're like oh, <laughs> well, here's for the, nothing well now here's the thing i've this is great for me um turk is coming toward me Right? Yes. From one direction. Yes. The beast is coming toward me from another direction. Yes. I'm invisible. Yep. I'm going to hide real quick and let the beast come around the corner and find Turk. Hey. <laughs> Just, it's cool. It's cool. Don't worry. I've got a plan. Um,. So yeah, do I? I mean, I'm invisible, so I don't know if I have to do a stealth check, or is there like a barrel I can get behind or something? No, you won't need to. Yeah, you can just go okay, hide cool, or whatever it is you need All right, to do. So I just do that, and then I kind of just, I'm, I'm preparing an action, but I'm not gonna tell you what it is yet because I'm not sure what action I want to do. <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I'm gonna my my I'm okay. Then I'm not gonna prepare an action yet. Um, but I, I've uh, I've I've got an idea. An idea. Okay. A pantsless idea. <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, Lauren, I need you to roll a. Uh, Who's Lauren? Sorry, Turk. <laughs> I need you to. Roll a perception the, check. Why am I doing all the rolling? And you're going to roll against this thing. Uh, all right. 15? To my 16. All right. So, uh, Turk, you are you have your focus on the center of town. Um, as you're kind of creeping along the line of that building. Um, but I rolled a good stealth check, too. You did, yeah. You rolled a great stealth to not be seen while you got there. But you're creeping <sighs> along that building. Um, but you can't see around a corner 
Um, sure. And as you get to the corner, uh, as you prepare to look around to see what's going, you come face to face with the beast that is face just, to face. Yes, <laughs> you become you come face to face as this creature was about to basically turn that same corner. Uh, you come face to face, and uh, it is not surprised at all. It's like it knew you were there. So it is going to lash out. It has, it has advantage on the attack roll since you have He surprise. rolled a one. So his first roll was a one. <laughs> oh, crap. Off the table. Oh, oh God. And the second one was a two. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so was... it, it did not realize it's... Uh, you said it wasn't Percept. surprised. <laughs> well, it, it didn't realize like its range of motion as it comes, so it kind of snaps at you and it begins to attack, but it does not do anything. And um, let's see you and I roll for initiative. I like how this worked out. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Should I take my pants off? I don't know. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> What's the <laughs> it didn't help me. <laughs> should I sh- should I roll for initiative since I'm right here? Um, yeah, let's roll you in there as well. Oh, you're nice. Oh, Ooh, boy. Uh, I, got a, I got a. Could have rolled a surprise I got a nine. attack or something. Nine. Well, I mean, he doesn't know I'm there, so like, I'm still gonna get. Um, I mean, it's up to Corey if I'm gonna get a, a surprise attack. Um, most likely will. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But I, I rolled a nine, and I mean, I've got a lot of cool stuff to do. <laughs> nice. All right, and before we continue with this, um, we are going to switch back to Varrock. Uh, Varrock, you are, you know, during your melee, you're going through, you're fighting these bandits, going through, helping the, the village people <laughs> out <laughs> one by one. Um, but, but you do get... Uh, a glimpse of what's going on up north. Uh-huh. Uh, you you heard this snarl and you heard a yip come from Turk. <laughs> a yip? A yip. A yip. <laughs> I'm like a dog. <laughs> a yip. Uh, and as you look north, you see, uh, you get your first glimpse of this beast as well. Um, amongst all the, the people and humanoids in the area, you catch your first glimpse of this beast as well. What do you do? There's too much going on. There's a lot going on. Um... I hear the yip, and it kind of sounds like a party. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna run towards my my friends here and see what they're celebrating and what this cool pupper's up to. <laughs> so I'm gonna Ooh. run up that way. All right. Um. So you're basically just running to get there as fast as you can, right? Yes. All right. I need you to make a dexterity check for me. I want to see if you're able to kind of just weave your way in and out to um, get there. Dexterity. Okay. 16. I'm just thinking like, oh, there's a dog over there. I'm going to go see the dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> 16. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're able to kind of like run and uh, zigzag your way in and out of there. Um, you get about 20 feet from, or uh, that's, uh, so I'll give you more room. You get about 50 feet away. Um, you're kind of to the north of all the clashing that's going on in the middle. Um, there is an inquisitor who is standing, uh, at the entrance of this town hall just outside through this, you know, watching this beast cross the corner. She now knows something's going on there and she sees you run up as well. So you're now faced with seeing the inquisitor on the left-hand side. If you look straight on the corner of the building, you see the beast, uh, attacking Turk. Uh, and that is what you see. And I'll give you a free action to do what you want to do before you join initiative. 
Okay. I'm very sorry. The Inquisitors are who? So the Inquisitor is... Uh, so there is this uh, group that kind of polices the area. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and there is a royal Inquisitor who's kind of the the lar- the the leader of all this, and then there's yeah. the inquisitorial guards mm-hmm. who work for her. Um, but you are just now finding out that she is bad, and she's supposed to be, this is supposed to be a group that's policing, you know, the realm and Faerun and stuff like that, but you're now finding out that they are behind, also behind attacking this village. And she took all our money, And right? she took all your money last time you guys were in Blue Squid Village. Yes. Yeah, I like our reward, and she's like, that's yes. our property. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So, she a bee. <laughs> um, so the Inquisitor is right to the right of me. Is that what you said? Uh, she is to the front left of you. The beast is straight ahead of you, and Turk is straight ahead of you, be- behind the beast. Um, is it in? Is it one of the guards? Like, or is it the main? Royal, is who one of the guards? The Inquisitor person. Oh, the Inquisitor, she is the the head of the Inquisitorial Guard. Oh, okay. Or the Imperial Guard, sorry. Okay. So that's the main the main honcho right there. Yes. Um I don't know if I want to kill her or if we need to talk to her. Uh your call, man. I know. Um <laughs> I'm gonna and she sees me. Yes. Ugh. But she's not like moving to action or anything. She's still just like carefully watching everything. Like she feels like she doesn't need to lift a finger. Interesting. You are on a roll. I know. Can I? Oh boy. Get in between the action and her, because I feel like it's her and then the action, right? So it would be equal. So if you wanted to go to her or the action of Turk and the Beast, you've got the same amount of movement to get to it. Okay. So it's kind of like look at it as a V. You know, you can go to the right side of the V or the left side of the V. Okay. And you'll. I'm gonna, um, walk straight ahead so that I'm directly between them, and I'm gonna be like, I point at the Royal Inquisitor and I like do the finger across the throat thing, like you're gonna die. Ooh. And I just point and like slowly walk up confidently, like you're next. And then I ready my great axe and let other action unfold. Nice. <laughs> so you just try. Okay, roll me an intimidation uh, check. Okay. Um... Oh man. Well, that's a five. So. <laughs> <laughs> She just smiles when Dang you do it. this, and she just, this is the first time you've seen this, this lady smile. Um, and Always make him let's, smile. Yeah, let's throw you, you in the happy. initiative. <laughs> so roll for initiative for me. Nine. Nine. Oh, you rolled a Johnny rolled. Hey. Hey-o. Uh, nine. Okay, so we got one. All right, so <clears throat> this is where we see ourselves. John, not sorry, not Johnny. Turk, you are up. So it's Woo! going to so be... So I don't get a surprise round? Oh, sorry. I want to, as uh, an invisible boy, I want to <laughs> jump, like get on the barrel and jump with my rapier out and like 
come down onto the um the the hunter like just coming at it. Okay, so you're just gonna use a surprise round to just dive yes. straight on. Okay. Right. Now and I get advantage on this? Yes you do. Okay. Um Remember the dice gods are watching. <laughs> sure. Um uh, <laughs> all right, so here we go. Here we go. Uh so that first one is a twelve. And then, oh, that second one is a 17, so that makes it a 23 to hit. That definitely hits. Good work. Okay, now I get my D8 and a D6 because I have sneak attack. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, that was a D10. <laughs> Count it. Sorry. I know, because it would have been a lot of points. Should have went with uh, it, man. Okay, so I deal 13 damage and become visible uh, nude from the waist down. <laughs> That's right. Hello. <laughs> are, you, are you wearing the whitey tidies under there? Look, I'm not, I'll, I'll leave that to your imagination, but uh, let's just say I might be trying to roll a seduction check on the Inquisitor later, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, you do that. I'll go for the other guy. All right, Turk. You, uh, <laughs> so, Turk, what you see is you see this beast snap at you and fight. You hear All Turk I come up. All I see is Johnny pantsless. <laughs> well, you wouldn't, you actually. See. You wouldn't because oh. he comes down on this beast with his rapier, and so he's behind the beast, so all you see is the top half of Johnny. As it, oh, that appears, makes it look even worse. Yeah, as he appears <laughs> uh, with his rapier in the shoulder <laughs> of this beast. So what do you do? Um. Well, I'm... Okay, so this guy's, like, right on me. Yes. Right? Well, right now he's in pain because he just got a rapier in the shoulder. <laughs> um. Let's see here. I think... Sorry, I'm doing what you told me not to do. <sighs> the worst. <laughs> okay, well, since he's so close, I can't use my longbow. And so I guess I'll just use my great axe and try to... I'm going to slice away at... Try to slice at his kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, oh... Shoot, do I have advantage? Nope. Why not? Because you don't. <laughs> okay, so that's a six. Yeah, that doesn't hit. I'm sorry. Okay, but I have an extra attack, so... Do you I... really? Yes. Sweet. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're for the level. Uh, so, I'm going to try it again. The other kneecap. At <laughs> 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 the <a> seven. <laughs> so, so, you you missed both kneecaps. Um, you're slicing away, but as you're down there slicing, you get a look between the legs of the oh, no. beast, and you just see something dangling behind. <laughs> behind <laughs> as you realize like, Johnny's behind there, and then and then I yip again. <laughs> oh, please. <nice. laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> okay, I am stunned. <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> yeah you is alright guess what it is the uh, hunter's turn oh gosh alright so as he fills this this 
something on his back uh, with yeah with, the, with Johnny on his back. He's kind of the rapier. Yeah. It's the rapier. Uh, yeah, and then uh, he sees Turk try to slice at his kneecaps, but she misses. Um, and so now, yeah, he's going to attack. Attack who? Uh, he is going to attack Turk. Um, and that is a nineteen plus four. No. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's funny. Ooh, that is 14 points of damage <sighs> as he takes his claw and just jaggedly just sticks it into you and just kind of slices across your stomach. And sorry, that was a weird noise coming from a microphone. <laughs> All right. Um, and so as he does that, he reaches back to grab at Johnny. And that is a 15. Versus my armor class? Yes. Negative. Oh, he missed with a 15. So he reaches back for you, Johnny, but you're able to, you know, wiggle out of the way in time, uh, whether it be <laughs> you drop out or whatever it is, but he isn't able to grab you from behind. Um, and it is he's now... Just so, he's just so confused why there's a pantless dragonborn <laughs> Pretty much. standing behind him. Yeah. Um, and now the Inquisitor walks around the corner. Or sorry, not around the corner. The Inquisitor uh, walks up to you, Varrock. Um, and as she walks up to you, you're still kind of holding your stance with your axe. She uh-huh. walks up to you and says, My sweet, sweet guardian, how we have killed so many of your kind. What do you think is going to make today different than the past? They're always so young and so brave. Well... I guess we'll see a true test of who you are today. As she just pulls out two long swords and dives straight at you with the first one. And this. Uh, being 16. For the armor class? Yes. Yeah. All right. Ah. What? <laughs> so that's the first one. And with her second sword. Uh, no, that's a miss on the second sword. So she just rams one of those swords. And let me grab the damage. that's 11 points of damage for you there buddy gross (laughs) and she pulls the sword back out as you have this gash and she just smiles and says hmm well you failed your first test um and she just stands there and it is now up to johnny and then it'll be varrock after that it's my turn you say yes and you are now penciless and visible kind of forgot that that first thing I did was uh, surprise around. Um, Okay, so how far away is the Inquisitor? Um, As you hop off the back of the the beast, if you just look to your left, she's right there in front of a rock about 30 feet ahead of you. Okay, cool. Um, Then I am going to ask you, sir, to roll a wisdom saving throw. I would love to do that. Because your wisdom's so good? That is a 15. Um, what does it mean if you roll the same thing as the uh, DC? Uh, you beat it. Dang it. Well, then never mind. Because uh, I was going to cast a suggestion on you, but uh, that doesn't work. Um, so you didn't get a 15? No, I did roll a 15. 
No, it, but if he rolled the same thing, then he, he doesn't did. roll. I have no. to match his difficulty yeah. class roll. Oh, okay, yep. shoot. Yeah. So well, that doesn't turn. So then I basically just. Uh, like well, I, she, I she hears her, you. She hears you suggest something, and she just yeah. kind of just stands there and looks at you cross and says, "There's so many different I was gonna types t- of guardians." I, I was gonna tell. I was gonna tell her to to take all of her men and women out to dinner instead of this. That's what I was gonna say. And she looks at you and says, "Instead of dinner, I'm taking them out to entertainment. Thank you for being our entertainment." Oh my gosh. I wiggle my wiener at her and say, (laughs) (laughs) and she grips her sword tighter. So does Johnny. (laughs) So do I, yeah. (laughs) Is that a, what's a seduction check? Well, you already taking your action. (laughs) And I, and Turk is very uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) All right. Brock, you're up. You save us from this madness. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm going to... She said I failed the test, and I'm going to be like, well, take this, teach, and I'm going to... Uh, probably not. Um, <laughs> 17. 17? Yeah. Uh, let me check. Uh, that hits. Oh, cool. Uh... Wait, are you talking about the Inquisitor, right? Oh, yes. Sorry, yeah. Yep, that hits. Okay. Oh, 13. Oh, dang. Nice. awesome. All right. Anything else you'd like to do? So as you run up, you swing the axe. Uh, You kind of catch her off guard as she wasn't really putting that much effort into dodging. She thought it was going to be a little slower, but she kind of got surprised as, you know, you, you cast a little gash in her. And that was about... 10 of your movement if you want to do anything else. Um, I, I'm going to... No. <laughs> if, you, if you move, she'll, he'll do something. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say, I kind of feel like I need to stay by her, seeing as how Johnny's just shaking his wiener at things and I'm the only <laughs> one that's <laughs> doing some damage. I'm just kidding. But I'm going to stay where I'm at. Ready for the next round. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So as this this round kind of comes to an end here, or not comes to an end, but you know we, we start back at the top. Um, you hear uh, so there's still clashing going on, but up to the north, you hear just a loud female scream uh, come from somewhere up in the woods up there, uh, and you hear you. Uh, Johnny, roll a perception check for me real quick. Uh, me? Okay. Yes. Um, that's probably not great. Um, six? <laughs> Never mind. You want <laughs> me to roll? Um, you wouldn't be able to... Varrock. Okay, so Varrock, you roll a perception check for me. Alrighty. So that's uh, 16. 16, okay. So as you hear the scream... Uh, as all of you hear the scream coming from the north up in the woods there, uh, Varrock, you kind of turn your attention back to the center of town uh, after you're kind of like looking like what's going on. You see Duncan perk up, uh, and Duncan <sighs> uh, shoves whoever he's fighting out of the way, and you just see him start to run as hard as he can 
just past you all um, as he's being chased by about four other of the Inquisitor's guards, uh, but he is just tailing it back north up to the woods. I feel and, better that uh, he's going Turk, you are that. up. Um, okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to use my movement. I need to get back to using my longbow, I think. So I need to step out of the way. And also, I don't want to look at what I'm looking at <laughs> any longer. <laughs> so and, are you going to disengage? Well, I'm using my movement to step back, but I'm reading my... Yeah, but you're longbow. like you're still in like face to face combat with this guy. So if you're not going to disengage, he'll probably take an attack opportunity on you. But disengaging is like my action. Yes, right? but you have multi action, so <sighs> um, your choice. You could take the risk of him not even hitting you, so or him not taking it at all because he only gets one per round. Okay, quick timeout. I have extra <sighs> attack written here, and I also have action, action surge. surge. Yep, so, so that's three I actions. Ooh, dang. Okay, so I'll, I guess I'll disengage, and I'll go 30 feet. Okay. Um, is what I want to do, so I can um, go for the this beast thing from... But Johnny's still on it, isn't he? No, no, he's off. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, Johnny got off. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh, man. I'm sorry, 30. Mom. <laughs> I told my mom not to listen to the last episode. I'm like, Mother, <laughs> if you listen to an episode, do not listen to the last one. <laughs> okay. Anywho. Okay, so I So you're taking your second action yeah. to shoot an arrow. Yeah, so Okay. Writing my longbow. Thirteen plus nine. So... On the beast? Yeah. Yes. You said they're too Oh yeah, that definitely hits. And oh, shoot. Um, so there's six damage on that one, and okay. then I'm gonna do another one. I'm gonna do my action action surge. Okay. To shoot again. Uh, sixteen plus nine. Um. Yep. Oh shoot! And that was just a one plus three, so four. four. So what was that? I've been keeping track of it, okay. so you're good. So uh, you still have movement. No, wait, you moved thirty no. feet. You moved your movement. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, you you swing back. You, uh, you're able to get back. You shoot it with an arrow as it takes one, probably to like the hip area, uh, and it kind of takes it. Um, but he doesn't like scream out in pain too much from that arrow. The and... second one, I want to go into the left buttocks. <laughs> okay, so he kind of swings around from the first one and gets an arrow to the left butt cheek from the other one. Um, and now we are to the hunter. All right, so the hunter... Is he a hunter or a beast? I call him a beast, but he is a hunter. Oh. He is a guardian hunter. Um, <clears throat> so this time, he, he goes for Johnny, since Johnny is still right there mm -hmm. behind him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He likes what he sees. He does. <laughs> He's like, I want me some more of that. <laughs> One second here. I got to figure out what I'm rolling. All right. So 18. That'll do it. That'll do it. Okay. If I could grab the right dice and not take longer than I need to. You're playing like a noob. Jeez. <laughs> Been a minute. Uh, that is nine points of damage. You're kidding me. Nope, I'm not I'm kidding dead. you. 
No, you're not. Yeah. No, you haven't. Even... I know you want to die, but <laughs> you're not dead. <laughs> Look, um, uh, <laughs> this and with real his second, yeah, and with his second action, he is. Uh, so you all notice that as he, you know, is kind of this this beast, kind of lanky arms, almost like a. He does have some hair, but he's kind of almost like a half hairless uh, wolf looking thing. Um, he actually begins to stand upright and his bones start to crack a little bit and he becomes this tall, slender man. Uh, very similar and very eerily similar to the one you saw, Turk, just on the north side of town holding Janet. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> Um, and he kind of just stands up and cracks his neck and shakes a little bit. Um, and he turns his attention to you, Turk. Um, and he says, (laughs) and he says, um, well, he tries to talk, but no word. Like you just hear like a mumbled, almost kind of staticky noise. Um, very kind of deep gurgling, just like (laughs) as he points at you. Yep. (laughs) That's how I like it. <laughs> um, and he actually takes run at you. Um, I hold my arms open. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want, I mean, it's totes up to you. All right. I haven't been with a man in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that is a 16. Uh, it's, it beats. All right. All right, so uh, he runs to you, and uh, he reaches down, and you're not sure exactly where he pulls it out from, but he pulls out this <laughs> blade. Um, he pulls out this blade that glows, this deep purple glow as he pulls it, um, and he runs to you, and he sticks it into your side, uh, and you take nine points of damage. But as this blade sticks into you, um, you, f- you see all this... Um, the worlds that you guys and Alfred kind of jump in between, it all starts to flash and you see static uh, everywhere as this blade sticks into you. And it's almost like the reality is kind of being warped a little bit. Uh, and as he pulls the blade out, it kind of flickers back to normal. Uh, and you just, you've never felt this weird sensation before. And you feel it is weird. I smile. That's what I do. All right. I guess that's what you do. Guys, we are uh, weird. <laughs> Like, we are really, really yes, weird. Yes, you are very scary. I think we need to see some therapy after this <laughs> podcast prob- is done. Probably. Um, and we turn back to the Inquisitor, and the Inquisitor um, turns his attention back to you, Varrock. Yeah. Um, and she uh, be- just kind of looks at you and says, you know, well, I guess I'm going to have to give you that one. Maybe maybe you might be a little bit of a match. I may actually have to do a little more work this time. How about we go again? What do you say? And as she kind of says that, she lunges again with some swords. And the first one, definitely not hitting. Uh, the second one is an 18. Dang it, yes, that hits. Why she hit to roll twice? Because she is what I call B.A., <laughs> Whatever. Broken arrow. Broken arrow. Plug for Oklahoma. <laughs> or the terrific John Travolta movie with Christian Slater. Available uh, on never. VHS everywhere. 
And Varuk. Ooh, sorry, Varuk. Oh, you are taking nine points of damage. What? All right. How, how you doing there? I'm I'm running low. Uh, yeah, I'm about half half. Okay. I'm actually kind of good, guys. Uh, You're the one that wants to die. I haven't really attacked you yet. <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't been hit. I've been hit once, so and it not. was it wasn't that bad. Um, and during all this, there's still melee going on around town. You're starting to see more of the blue squidians start to die. You're starting to hear screams of some of the villagers even louder as you all are taking on this battle. Um, and at this point, you're starting to see that the percentage of the Inquisitor's guards are outnumbering uh, those in the village. This is um, horrible. And you you see few more run north towards Duncan, where Duncan ran. You see more of them head up that way. Um, you see some of the the villagers flee to the south as they're trying to run. And uh, as you all kind of get your attention uh, south a little bit as well from all this other commotion, you just see another wave of some of the guards, about five, six more guards making their way towards your location. And uh, Johnny, you are up. You you want us to die. Um. Okay, so this I'm in a bit of a pickle because I'm because I'm in the <laughs> middle of like to my one one direction is the Inquisitor and Varrock, one direction is Turk and the other hunter, right? Yep. Okay, who's closer? Uh, you are closest, closest, um, well actually, actually be about equal because the hunter had to go about 30 feet to get to Turk. Um, so you're, you're about in between both of them. You're about 40 feet away from each. How, uh, come help your homie. I'm about 40 uh, feet away from each. Okay. Um, here's what I've seen. I've seen Varrock do some damage. Taking mm -hmm. some damage, but he's a tank. He's he can go into barbarian rages. You are a barbarian, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, you do that. So, but I also know Turk is squishy, and she's <laughs> taking some some damage and getting weird. So, I am. I'm just lonely, is all. Okay, so but... you said he's about thirty feet away. Uh, who? The, no, the, the beast. Yeah, he's about forty feet. Forty feet. Okay. Yep. Um, let me check something real fast because I didn't have it written down. Unless you know off the top of your head what um my dragon breath distance is. So he's forty okay. feet away. I'm going to go ten feet forward and do that thing. I'm gonna shoot my breath weapon at him, so it'll just get him, but not get Turk. Thank you. So you have to Wait, make what? What? Which one are you? Are you lightning? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're bronze. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty. So deck yeah. safe. Yeah. Okay. So you want it to end when it gets to the thing and not hit Turk. Right. Okay. So I'm. I'm basically. I'm breaking up my action to do this. Like go forward ten feet, do it, and then go the rest of my uh, distance toward him. And he pulled up his stats because he has to make a deck save. I think he has a negative one on Dex. Oh, you would think so. <laughs> He's actually got a plus three. Even with being tired from transforming? Uh, he actually has a bonus to his Dex when he's not in the... Oh, I guess I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but when he's not in his beast mode, he's a lot more dexterous. <laughs> okay. Um, but he did roll terrible. Huh? 
And uh, that is a nine. Okay, that's a fail. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, so that means 3d6. Four. Four. Okay, so that's 12 points of damage. I rolled three fours. <laughs> How much of that was lightning damage? All of it. So you said 12 total? Yeah. So he takes six. No! And then I run towards him. <laughs> all right, uh, Varrock, what would you like to do? So you see all this madness going <clears throat> on. There's a wave of more of the guards coming in, to closing in on you guys uh, there as you're fighting. Um, there is also uh, more bandits heading north to where the scream came from, where Duncan ran to, and you're just seeing the village people just start to get slaughtered in the streets. Gosh. Um, I am kind of peeved at the uh, the chick attacking me. Um, and I kind of want to kill her. Um <laughs> She's really made me angry. Some would say she's enraged me. And I'm gonna go into rage. Go into, go into rage? bear mode. Go into <laughs> yeah, bear mode. Go into bear rage. <laughs> um, so as a bonus action, you rage. Yes. So I'm gonna attack. Um, let me find where that dice went, because that disappeared. Here it is. Yes, this is really working out. Okay, 18. 18 to your attack with your axe? Uh, like against her armor class, yeah. yeah yep, that hits. Okay. Um, is, is this, do I roll two or do I have to? So, since you are raging, um, you're fifth level, so you get a plus two to your damage. So whatever your damage is, add plus two more. Okay. And don't forget, you also have an extra attack as a fifth level barbarian. Yeah. Okay, so seven damage. And then I'm going to go ahead and use that extra attack. Uh, oh, crap. Well, that's not going to do it. That was a six. Yeah, that isn't it. So what was the damage from the first one? Uh, seven. All right, Tay. Uh, anything else you'd like to do Any or say or <clears throat> do? Or say. Uh, or say. Or do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. Or do. Speechless, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right, so, to stay here. Go ahead. All right, you're going to stay there. Okay. Um, at this point now, um, there is uh, a group of guards that have come and encircled all of you. Uh there's been about six more. Me too, because I'm kind of out. Like. Well, half circle under you guys. So you're still north past it all, but half circle underneath, like where the Inquisitor and everyone is and the Beast and Johnny and stuff. They're kind of down there just watching and waiting on orders from the Inquisitor. Uh, but they're kind of just standing there, just, just shouting, almost like a victorious shout. <laughs> um, and you see the six of them as they join the melee, but there's still others fighting in town, other villagers fighting for their life. Some are still winning, but a lot of them are losing. Um, and you hear, um, well, all of you roll a perception check for me right now. Oh my gosh. Uh, 13. Eight. <sighs> Seven. Eight, ooh. 
Seven? Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen for... Okay, so, Turk, you... While this is all going on, you uh, you hear... Since you're... This actually works perfect, because you're the furthest north of everybody. Um, a little bit outside of this melee, just you and the, the hunter together. Um... You see, uh, or behind you, you hear noise coming through the woods, um, and you uh, see that same man that you saw earlier uh, that looks just like the other hunter that you are fighting right now. Mm-hmm. He is slowly making his way uh, to you all. He's followed by other of the guards, kind of chanting the same victorious chant, and he is dragging two bodies behind him. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even tell me who it is. I don't want to know. You don't have to tell me. What do you do? I I have to put my feelings aside and try and shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far away is he? Uh, he's they're about sixty feet behind you. Okay. Just pretend you're Cupid. So you're just gonna turn and fight or turn and shoot? Yeah, I'm gonna shoot him because he. Probably killed my friends. So, uh, and I have stuff that I could reduce the damage, and I haven't been doing it. I don't know why. So if I get hit again, I'm gonna use it. It's been a minute since I've played this campaign. Okay, so do I? Do I get it? Oh wait, no, I don't need advantage. Eighteen. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Um. So I'll do. Wow. Okay. Four again. I hit a one and then three, but I'm gonna do my extra attack. <laughs> okay. On him. Sixteen plus nine. Yep. Okay, six plus three. That's better. So nine, nine. plus the four. So I'm going straight for the middle of the chest, to the heart, cause he broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you shoot that arrow, he like goes to catch it. Like this, he kind of drops one of the bodies and goes to catch it, but he didn't quite catch it fast enough, and it still just like kind of hits right. It doesn't go in as deep as you wish it would have, but it goes in just <laughs> enough to where it's just like it sticks, just a little in there. And uh, this time he he pulls it out and he just throws it on the ground and it sticks in there like perfectly. There's two arrows, yeah, yeah, and he still has the other one in his shoulder, um, and he picks up the body again and he's making his way but back. But I, I shot two arrows at him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, sorry. So and yeah. they both hit. They both hit. So he caught the one but wasn't seeing the other one as the other one hit again and now he's got, pulled one out and he has another arrow stuck, breaks it again like he did the other and he's got two arrowheads still stuck in him and he makes his way, still is making his way nonchalantly to you all. Um, who's, who's around me? Is there anyone? It, you, right now, you have them behind you and the hunter in front of you. How... And the rest, of your, the rest of your buddies are on the other side of the hunter. How close is the hunter? He's right. Oh, well, he's right on you, yeah. The, the one who he ran up to you and stabbed you with that purple blade. Um, all right, I guess I'll just stay put then. All right. Um, and so now the hunter that was with you... Um, this time he he goes to grab you again, uh, Turk, and he's got that same blade that's pulsating another bright purple. And that's 16 plus 4, so 20. Uh, and same thing. 
uh, you see as he kind of he grabs you and whips you around because you had your attention on the other one, and he takes that blade and goes right into your gut this time, uh, and you start to feel just even more pain than you felt before, um, and this time you see that same thing, just the static uh, of in between worlds. You start to see figures of these eight people sitting in a circle uh, above you all. Um, kind of looking down and watching over everything that's happening. Uh, and you know this is that same realm that you, tr you as guardians travel through with Alfred. Um, but these, you, you kind of take it as these are probably the bosses that Alfred talks about as they're watching and staring down at you all. Uh, but something seems a little different um, as this, this power is pulsating through your body. Uh, you notice that some of those bosses up there, they're very old, but some of them are starting to turn to stone and crumble. Um, and it's very, it's kind of freaking you out. It's something you've never really seen before. Uh, you see uh, through, almost like through holographic images, you see through all the people as you're kind of looking around and you see Alfred and Christina far on the other side. Alfred is still very hurt. You see Christina trying to mend and still wake him up. Um, and as he pulls the blade out of your stomach, the reality snaps back in that there's definitely something special about this blade that's maybe draining some of the force out of you uh, and something somehow you're connected still to the the those uh, the realm there um, and you take I told you six points of damage right no you did sorry six points of damage okay so I am gonna do you you might have to cut this out so I can remember how to use this but Perry. it says uh, damage by a melee attack, use one die to reduce damage by number you rolled on it. So that's a D6, right? I don't know, is it? I think so. I thought it's it was a like D12. Uh, yeah. I think it's my, it's my superiority. Just, yeah. Just roll a D20. Okay. <laughs> Just I'll to be safe. D20. No. Okay. Oh, I rolled a 20. So Perfect. you actually take damage. <laughs> like, it's no. Like... You are the one who takes so damage. What... So uh, it's six... Minus 20, so you take 12 No, damage. you roll D6 and minus... <laughs> Wait, did you say 6 minus 20, you take 12 damage? Because that's not right math. No, the other way. All right, so roll that superiority die to take some yes. of the damage off. So I was right yes. there? Okay. So you're taking two points off, so you take four points of damage instead of the six. Uh, I mean, it's something. Yeah. <laughs> Almost dead, guys. Oh, gosh. Feeling groovy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, and he, um, so he pulls the knife out, and you kind of start to stumble, feeling very weak. Um, no, I don't. I, I don't show it though. Don't show weakness. Um, <laughs> he looks to his his companion, um, and this time, uh, Johnny, you go ahead and roll a perception check for me now. Oh, I've been doing real bad on these. Oh, hey, eighteen. 18. All right. Well, I don't know if that's good for you now, but you're about to find out. Well, hold on. Um, don't, okay. don't say the names. Just don't say any names. Um, this time, you, Johnny, you're kind of seeing this. You see Turk take this damage, and something crazy happen. Uh, you can kind of feel some kind of connection happening uh, through that same thing. Yeah, I, I was going to ask, do I Rocky see this? As well. Do I see this? The, like, the changes happen, like flickers and stuff, static? Um, not as bad as Turk did, obviously, but since you all are connected, you start to see things flicker kind of fast, um, but not to the the extent that Turk did. So, Varak, you kind of feel the same thing, too. You notice something different as these flashes kind of just really quickly flash in front of you guys, but you don't see all the visions that 
uh, Turcat scene, but you do see the flashes of the static kind of happen. Um, and uh, Johnny, as you turn to see Turk and all this going on, you see the other uh, uh, the other uh, hunter uh, as he's carrying these bodies. Um, and as he brings them, he looks you dead in the eye, Johnny, as he lifts them both up and you uh, see the lifeless bodies no! of Janet and Duncan being held by this hunter. throws them down, and he lashes at you. At me? Yes. Did he roll initiative? Because he... He is taking the place with him, and he misses anyway, okay. so... Cool. Don't worry. He lunges he... after you, and he misses, but he, I assume, makes you angry. Yeah. Um, and it is now the Inquisitor's turn. Well, can't... Since he just kind of... Went in there. Can't Johnny just shoot back at him? No. No? Okay. I'm, I try. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the Inquisitor, um, <laughs> she starts to laugh, Varrock. Yeah. Um, she starts to laugh kind of at you and says, Young one, you're, you're trying to be so brave, but can't you see we're winning again? Generation after generation of guardians. You know... <sighs> We always find a way to win, and today just looks like the day of your deaths. I'm sorry, young one, as she attacks you again. Uh, mm, the first one misses. The second is 13 plus 4, so 17. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. Um, I don't know why again. she keeps getting advantage. I'm just saying. It's not advantage. She's got dual wielding. How, how do I get that? <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> Don't die and get the feet. Uh, nine points of damage, sir. Good grief. Hey. <laughs> Good grief. Indeed. Um, and as she runs this sword, this one uh, seems to hurt a little more as well as she tries to shove this a little deeper as it kind of goes in the side a little bit of you, Varrock. Um, and she just smiles at you as she kind of just holds you by the shoulder and she pulls it out. Um, and she looks up at the other uh, guards that are standing watch and she says, let's end this. And kind of gives this uh, laugh. As the guards rush in, uh, you see the other, the hunters both start to growl with craziness. And on the south side, you see roars of chanting. And as this is all happening, um, they're all coming at you in one fast motion. Uh, you start to hear in your mind the, the voice of Christina saying, I can't get Alfred to wake up. I can't get him to wake up. I, I don't know what to do. 
And coming from the south, you see another beast, uh, presumably heading up from the docks as it is about to join the melee, and they become to get closer and closer. You see the Imperial Guards uh, with their swords drawn just coming right in on you. Um, and right as uh, Turk, you see uh, those two uh, hunters, as they come gouging in on you, you see them both with their purple blades about to come down, and then you start to feel this this weird power coming from uh, Zinnia's ring, actually, as you see this bright blast. Okay. Um, yeah. Johnny, you see it too. Varak, you see this bright blast as you see Xenia herself stand up, oh. and she's kind of like, I'll hold them off. I'll do what I can. I'll do whatever I can, sister. <sighs> what do you Dang. all do? Uh, I got chills. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm a, I just real quick. I cast Mage Hand to cover up my genitals, um, <laughs> and uh, and Xenia starts saying, "I can't hold it okay, much longer. Uh, You've got about I ten more seconds." Run! I look at Varok and I like, I like shout like, uh, like I'm, I'm going in with the whole like I, Johnny always has a plan but doesn't always necessarily express it very well. So I just like shout at him like ring, ring, um, and I shoulder past whoever's in my way as best I can and um, grab Turk and okay. um, and, I, and I look up and make eye contact with and you. I, and then I use mage hand to caress your face. Uh, uh, <laughs> and you're not wearing pants. So yeah, yeah you do that math. Um, that, but I, I use the ring to um, to go to uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong, it's just like any, any place that I'm familiar with, right? It doesn't that you've seen or been there before. Okay, so, yeah. but it doesn't have to be like one of the guardian places that we've gone to, right? Okay. No. I'm going nope. to go to my childhood home. Oh, your childhood home. Yeah, okay. Which I forget um, the name. So of. at <laughs> yeah, Good job. Uh, Sierra Leone, right? Uh, Sierra, Sierra Leone. I go to I, I Leone, go to my childhood okay. home of Sierra Leone. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so as you grab Turk, um, you see the the same portal open uh, that you guys always see open. Um, uh, but this time, it, it, it hurts trying to get this portal open. Uh, it's it's never felt this bad. You felt a little pain last time in your hand using this, but this time the pain is shooting all over your body. But you're able to grab Turk, and as soon as you grab Turk and you start to run through the portal... I reach, I reach out my arm for Varrock. You reach for Varrock, and as you do that as well, kind of like, Varrock... Uh, as Johnny shouted, you know, ring! Um, as soon as you grab Turk, Johnny, and you start to run through the portal, um, you see uh, Xenia's power go away as she drops. Um, uh, the, the bright light goes away and goes back into the ring that Turk has as you both fall through the portal and it shuts back behind you uh, and you find yourself uh, sitting in a small village. Uh, Varrock, what do you do? Um... Uh scream probably faint <laughs> um, <laughs> that might not be such a good idea probably you not poop your pants. yeah <laughs> um, I... so the last thing you remember is you hear Johnny saying ring ring as they use their ring to teleport out to uh, Johnny's home I'm gonna I'm gonna whip out my ring and try it and think of a place that I want to go to okay and that's what place is that gonna be Deet? What's deep? <laughs> no, can that? Uh, can I go to where Alfred is? Yeah, I mean, you can go anywhere you've seen or been. So, yeah, if you you say so you you want to go closer to him. Yeah. Okay, sure, absolutely. So as you start to use your ring, uh, 
to open up the portal, uh, you just feel this very sharp pain uh, in your stomach where that blade was just moments ago from the Inquisitor. Um, it starts to just, this bright yellow light starts coming from your stomach and you turn to see that her blade is also glowing that bright yellow light. And the more and more you keep trying to use your ring, it's just not working. Um, it's, it's, you start to see it try to start to open, but it closes up as fast as it tries. And the more you use it, the more painful it is as you just see the Inquisitor just smiling straight at you oh and says, oh, no. mm, I love this blade. As she just starts to smile and laugh at you. Um, but the more you start using the ring and the power that you're just trying to do, the same kind of thing happens in your mind that happened with Turk earlier. Um, the portal's not opening, but you just see these bright flashes. Uh, same thing you start to see. Uh, you're looking all around, the same holographic images. Um, you see that uh, the same uh, people circling above, but this time you see about half of them turn to stone and fall. There's about maybe three of them sitting on their thrones left, up top, did, staring down. You, you look... Oh, go ahead. Did we just lose? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> It's not looking very, very Holy. hopeful. Um, you see more of those, that, like I said, you see about three of those bosses left uh, sitting up top as they're just still watching down. You kind of turn and see, look back towards where Alfred was through this holographic sight. You kind of see uh, him as well. But you this time, you don't see Christina just like shouting for help and holding him. He, you see him actually starting to fight and get back up as the, the, the vision goes away again. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> But this time you're now faced just to you and the Inquisitor again as she kind of puts a hand up to everyone else to stop. And she starts to walk towards you and she holds this blade up again and says, this will be the last thing you feel before you die. You will be gone and we'll find those other two guardians and finish the job. But it's okay because, well... You see, we've won. We're already about to open the portal. We're already about to take over this realm. We don't even need you guardians to stand in our way anymore. <laughs> and as I take you out, it's guaranteed. And she grabs you by the shoulder, and she's about to thrust that sword back into you, Varrock, the same one she did. Uh, but you hear this noise, this crackling static that you've heard so many times before. And out of this this portal, you see Alfred jump out, uh, still kind of staggering, but he jumps, and right as that blade is about to hit you, it goes right into Alfred. And, nor and Alfred, as a holographic image normally, this thing actually sticks into Alfred as he absorbs pretty much all of the blade, um, and he grabs you as he's falling down, and you both kind of fall through the floor back into the static realm that is... Uh, the Watcher's Realm, and you find yourselves, just you and Alfred, in the void, uh, the same white void that you've been in so many times. Uh, he's just lying breathless on the ground with a sword, uh, but you do actually see his, his chest kind of rise up and down a little bit, and the same Alfred that you've seen so many times, uh, kind of having that blue sphere around him. He seems to be almost human at this moment. Um, it's almost as if he's reverted back to some kind of uh, human being, uh, but he's just sitting there breathing slowly with a sword jammed into his stomach, just lying in the void. What do you do? Oh my gosh. Um, I, oh gosh. Uh, give him a little smooch on the cheeks and <laughs> uh, is he, is he, is he breathing slowly like he's dying or is he, is he, 
coming? Is uh, he his, feeling his, better? His, his breathing is definitely getting a lot slower. Oh, gosh. Oh. I... I tell him that I love him, and I'm... And... and I don't know. He's dying. He, uh... His his eyes start to open slowly as he hears you say the words, you know, like "I love you, Alfred." Um, as as you kind of express that, um, he kind of notices that now he's kind of waking up a little bit as his breathing is heavy, and he's like, "Oh, this this kind of hurts." Oh, <laughs> and he he kind of looks up to Chief Rock and he just says, "I I, I know I didn't show it, kid, but." Uh, I, <laughs> I kind of fell for you too. <laughs> he says, uh, "Could you do me a favor and maybe get this out of my stomach?" I'm sorry, I was just so lost in your eyes, I, I didn't even see it. I take the blade and I rip it out of his chest, and <laughs> and blood stomach. just starts pouring out. No, knows. I, I put my put my hands near the wound. And, and he starts to cough a little bit. He's like, oh, 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 good. Oh, thank you. Oh. He's like, ah. he starts looking around. He's he's touching his wound and there's blood on his hands. He's like, ah, I'm actually bleeding. Oh, I don't I, I don't remember the last time uh, this has happened. It's been thousands of years. Uh, oh, I guess this means I really am dying. And he kind of puts his hand on your shoulder for rock. And he's like, ah. I'm, I'm sorry, I've been kind of kind of rough and cold, but, you know, it's my job. We're not supposed to get close because, you know, things like this happen. Guardians die, and I just didn't, didn't want to get close and lose you. But oh. it looks like I might be the one that's getting lost. Ooh. Gosh. <laughs> boo thing's a goner. Sorry, buddy. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> He says, uh, listen, uh, you got to do me a favor. Anything. He says, uh, if you really do care about me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, you got to you gotta win. Uh, obviously, it doesn't look like y'all won today. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe. I, I, see, I told him you weren't ready. And, uh, well, I guess you weren't ready. But it's a lot to ask of you, Guardians, but... You gotta do me a favor. You gotta win. They're gonna need. They're gonna need a new watcher. They're gonna need someone to take care of them. And well, he looks at you as he uh, he says a few words that you don't quite really understand. Um, and he puts his his hand up to his uh, his left temple as he kind of swirls around his left temple and rubs it a little bit. As you see him pull almost like fabric off the side of his head in just a weird way uh, but it pulls out this orb and this orb of light that was almost fabric looking turns into this like orb ball and he says I know this is a lot to ask Varrock but like I said there has to be a watcher there has to be someone to take care of the guardians and well listen as, as much as I hate to say it but you're dying too the thing she stabbed you with it's uh it's it's a guardian killer and well i can slow it down and let you live a little bit longer uh probably another couple thousand years but the only way i can do that is well you have to be the next watcher 
Could could you do that for me, Varrock? I I've got like maybe a couple minutes left. Uh, I'll do it. But I'll do I know it. it's I know it's responsibility. You you will. I will. I'll do it for you. And he he reaches up and he he kind of caresses the side of your face with the the hand Ooh. that's holding the orb, and he kind of just touches your temple and kind of rubs that orb into your temple, and uh, he with he he kind of just brings his hand down your face and says, you know. You've always had a cute smile. <laughs> and he says, I'm, I'm sorry it had to end like this, Varrock. But it's the only way I could save your life, too. And 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 I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you, too. Yeah, I'll you, do you proud. And you, you just see Alfred just take his last breath as he's lying there in the void. Uh, and Varrock, you see... You, you feel this this pain in your stomach as well as it's starting to spread again. That same thing that you were stabbed with from the Inquisitor uh, was sure enough uh, that uh, Alfred, what he told you was probably going to come true that you would eventually be dead. Um, but he passed this on to you and you start to feel this, this strange... Uh, the strange feeling in your brain as it starts to make your way through the rest of your body, you start to see yourself turning, turning this bright blue and it's starting to push out this yellow poisonous looking as you see yourself starting to rise actually out of your body. Uh, you turn into this almost like you saw Alfred the first time, this holographic form as you start to raise up outside of your body. You see now your lifeless body fall to the ground as it lays next to Alfred. Uh, it kind of lays in a position where it's almost kind of sweet looking you and alfred laying there together on the ground as your body is now taken above that uh floating above the void as you're looking down as you look you can now see through your hands and see through yourself uh you're still wearing your same guardian ring um as you rise and as you're kind of freaking out freaking out what goes in what's going on uh in walks christina and she walks up to you with a smile and said almost a tear in her eye and she says well I'm gonna miss Alfred, but I, th I think you'll do. <sighs> well, let's go find those guardians and finish what we started. We pan back to Blue Squid Village. We see the Inquisitor and the Guardian Hunters back in their human form, standing next to the Royal Inquisitor as the, all of the Royal Guards are shouting in victory. Uh, we see a lot of the Blue Squid Villagers begin to be um, shackled and put chains around their arms and legs. Uh, we see uh, some of the guards from the south pulling in uh, a woman who is also bound by chains um, and you hear the, the little children screaming uh, Jelena Jelena please protect us as Jelena looks down and says shh quiet young ones just do as they say 
we see the guards bring Jelena and the children to the Inquisitor along with all of the other Blue Squid villagers uh, as the Inquisitor uh, tells the guards to load them all up into carts as they begin to load them all into these cages uh, that are on the back of wagons uh, and we see two guards come up to the Inquisitor and say, we found it. Just like you said, it was on the island just off the coast. As they hand an amulet over to the Royal Inquisitor, as she lifts it and says, Yes, we have found it. Looks like we get to open the portal now. And out of the side of the building, you hear a voice say, I believe that belongs to me. As the Inquisitor turns and says, Oh, Master, Master, yes, I'm sorry. Here, here's the amulet. Yes, this is what has been hindering us for so long. Those guardians were close, but we were able to to get this first. Bannon, put this with my things. Yeah, yes, Master, I will put it. Uh, master, what, what shall we do with the creature that we found? Leave that to me. As you see, uh, this dark, mysterious figure known as Master head to a cart that was pulled in by his own uh, party. You see him lift a blanket uh, off off this card as he looks in and smiles. Uh, inside is a, a, is a creature that is just shivering in fear as uh, this mysterious figure looks down inside this cage and says, Young Guardian, you're gonna help me open this portal. And then, and the then, end. and then, before the end, you, you we, uh-huh. we, it, it oh, starts yeah, to fade to, to black. But you hear an Ariana Grande's "Thank You Next" uh, play, <laughs> and uh, and then it comes, uh, it opens up, and you're in, we're in Saloon, but it's like my childhood home. It's all run down, and we're, we're, it's me and Turk, and we're kind of sitting there, confused and panting, and really confused, and and, and she, you know, I look at her. And she looks at me, and, and I kind of have this look of like I'm sorry, uh, and it's a it's a it's really remorseful because like we don't know I don't know what happened, but like I was like, I don't know where he is, but we'll find him kind of thing. And and then I I look at her in the in in the eyes deeply and say I'm gonna go get some pants. of season one wow a lot just happened there didn't it man thank you guys so much for just sticking with us through this first season uh for sticking around this uh finale episode uh man a lot is going on so 
Uh, kind of break it down, as some of you may have kind of figured out, uh, Cameron, who plays Varrock, well, he's uh, no longer with us anymore, meaning he's no longer part of the show. He's got a lot going on and new opportunities in his life that he has taken, and we're so excited for him. Uh, it just means he doesn't have the time to devote to the show anymore. Uh, but, man, he's doing awesome things, and we're so excited for the new stuff that he's got going on in his life. Um, so we wanted to send off Varrock in, in a kind of a, a nice way. Uh, so as you as you heard, Varrock is now a watcher. Um We'll see how much Varrock comes back and forth in the show, but we just wanted to make sure to send Varrock off in a respectful way as uh, Cameron leaves the show. Uh, with that being said, that's why we were kind of off a little bit on uh, getting episodes loaded, uh, just because we were trying to figure some stuff out. And so we decided that this is going to be the end of Season 1, and we're going to start off Season 2 uh, here in a little while. But that means uh, be ready for new voices voice or voices we're not sure yet on the show um we'll be trying a few people out to possibly take the place of adding a new character to the show so expect a few just one-off uh, adventures uh, kind of bonus episodes as we kind of figure that out uh, and then once we get a new cast member we will be back with season two uh, with a continuation of the story we're not going to start over start new new characters things like that uh, new characters will be added but it's just going to be a continuation from where we left off um, but with a twist and uh, you know some cool exciting things so be ready for that. And um, so, yeah, so thank you guys so much for sticking with us through season one. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and as we get ready and prepare for season two, be expecting just some fun one-off adventures, some bonus episodes. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you guys so much for sticking with Homebrew Adventures. And don't forget to tweet. Tell your friends about it. Um, we love word of mouth, and we love more people coming and listening. So thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you for the bonus episodes in season two.